0: Welcome back to Jumpscare. I'm Betty. And I'm Chad. We're kicking off, off the month of October with Seance.
1: Camille Meadows. It's fortunate that a space has opened up for you here at Edelwein. Our climate can be quite competitive. This is our table. Scram. No, I'm good here. <laughs> that light keeps flickering.
0: It must be the ghost again.
1: Some girl supposedly killed herself in the dorms years ago.
0: I'm not sure I believe it.
1: What if I told you there's a way we can find
0: out? So you're going to do a seance?
1: Spiritus Oratio Nostra. Opote locuntur vos. I have tragic news. One of your classmates passed away tonight. I really think we need to tell someone what's going on. What, that we conjured a ghost and now it's killing us? If anything scares you, hit it in the skull. If
0: someone dies in a bad way, the energy imprints on the surroundings. And if you're sensitive, you can pick up on it.
1: I hope you don't make me regret our decision to enroll you.
0: This is a Shudder film. Yes. We watched it on Shudder.
1: Oh, is that why it was a Shudder film?
0: (laughs) It is written and directed by Simon Barrett. It's actually his directorial debut. Say that five times. Uh, He has co-written in the past The Guest and The Last Blair Witch Project film, among others. And uh, the music was, which we sometimes will say who the music is composed by, but this music was composed by the German composer known as the Sicker Man. Okay. I have to mention that because... This is one of those films where
1: the music is better than the movie.
0: The music is—it <laughs> uh, stands out. It stood out to me. I was like, oh, "Okay, I'm digging this music." It—the last time I—I I think I felt this way because I feel like there is a movie recently that I saw that did have like music that I liked. But was it follows? And um, it's not like it follows, but it has that same—you know—it has that, it gives you that same feeling like ooh. Uh, There's some recognizable faces in the film. The headmistress is Marina Stephenson-Kerr, who was in um, Channel Zero, Seasons 1 and 4. She also was in... What's that movie that I told you that she was in? I forgot. And... (laughs) (laughs) uh, Suki Waterhouse is also in the film. She plays Camille... Camille Meadows...
1: Yeah, the special Camille Meadows.
0: Camille Meadows. I just want to say that this is my favorite film of the year. Um, <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Maria Stevenson, Kurt, Cult of Chucky, and The Grudge. Oh, that's it. She's she's not you know a stranger to horror. Uh, the film starts out with some fake snow, and that both both of us were like. Well, What what is up? I thought it was rain. I thought it was like that fake rain. Yeah. But it's snow that just looks terrible. And it actually was very cold on set for the actresses, for everyone.
1: there was snow on the ground already. So I don't know why they felt the need to have fake snow at the beginning to let us know it was snowing. We just had to look around and see the snow everywhere and we got the idea.
0: I was... I was not about it with the fake snow. I was like, oh, no, this is not going to be a good film.
1: See, this is probably one of those notes from a producer that's like, hey, uh, I know there's snow everywhere, and you can see everyone's breath when they're outside, but we never had a shot where we saw the snow coming down. So how will
0: people know it snowed? If you cannot afford freaking, (laughs) uh, if you cannot afford snow, you know, George Lucas snow, or what's that other dude, <laughs> Peter Jackson Snow? Yeah. <laughs> do not put snow in the yeah, film. if
1: you can't afford to do the effect
0: right, just let it alone. It's fine. That is my only negative thing about the film. Everything else is nothing but positive and love. Okay? <laughs> Let's start off. So, I am a sucker for school boarding school girl movies. Now, this... There's a ton of movies where girls are at school, like sorority house or the craft, but they leave to, for the most part, they, they're they not in the school and live, you know, at the same time, the, the sorority house of women are, you know, they live on campus and they're going off to their classes. The craft, obviously they went home. This is one of those films like Suspiria and Black Coat's Daughter, where everyone is in one location. They should eat, breathe, learn in set location. I love those kinds of movies. Uh, there's just something about, you know, not being able to leave. You can't, There's nowhere to hide. You can't just go home underneath your covers and be safe. Not that, <laughs> even if you could, you would, but you wouldn't be safe. But you know what I mean? There's no, like, you can go off somewhere. This is where you're at, you know? And this film is a mix of genres, okay? Just like Malevolent. Malignant, sorry, malignant. Just like malignant, which was just all genres. This one we have deemed it as a (laughs) a ghost slasher. Yep. Also, mystery. There's a lot. Also, what was um um James Bond? Yeah, you
1: get a lot of uh, secret agent, secret Secret Agent.
0: agent ghost slasher film. Yeah. Okay, that's what we're we're putting it in this category. Uh, because it covers all of these genres, and that's what makes it my favorite film. Shad did not have the same experience, I think. I think he had the opposite experience.
1: <laughs> yeah, about partway through it, I was like, what the hell is going on with this movie? Are they are they kidding me with this right now? Because once you start seeing that, like, okay, is it a ghost? Is it a slasher? What the hell is going on? Oh, it's a ghost slasher.
0: Okay. We will definitely know spoilers.
1: Okay, so from this point on, there's going to be spoilers because you can't help but if you want to talk about this with any kind of uh, meaningful uh discussion,
0: yeah, or you just don't want the uh, film ruined for you. I already ruined it by telling you it was a ghost slasher because there's Ooh, howling wind perfect. I hope that picked up, might pick that up because it's just perfect for this thing. So we have you know, the film opens up. We got a group of girls standing in front of a mirror, you know... Doing the Bloody
1: Mary thing, basically.
0: Yeah, doing the Bloody Mary thing, but calling the El, El Divine Ghost, which is the name of the school. And they're calling upon this ghost. They have to do it at exactly 3 a.m., right? Or p.m.? 3 a.m., yeah,
1: 3 a.m., because it was the middle of the night. <clears throat>
0: 3 a.m. and... They count it down to like the fucking second that it hits 3 a.m. And they call upon her and she's supposed to, you're supposed to see her standing behind you in the mirror. The ghost story is that there was a girl that committed suicide in the school. And now the school is therefore tainted and haunted um, because of the tragedy that occurred. And you're supposed to see her. Uh, The girls actually did a, they, you know, they do it, nothing happens, of course, there's agitation, and like, there's a, you know, nerdy girl, this is stupid, this is not working, whatever, blah, 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 and beautifully, there's some noise coming off from the distance, so they go to the other side of the bathroom, pull back the curtain, and there's a claw tub, so you already know there's going to be something bad, there's going to be, there's a foot...
1: (laughs) Footed tub. Yeah, first of all, I love the boarding school that has just a single clawfoot tub in the bathroom. That's all they can afford, dude. Why Why did they need that there?
0: First of all, it's a and fancy ass school if there's at least one clawfoot tub we because never it's usually see that tub again either the rest of the movie they're in showers. This is true. We'll get into the production in a second. So, Shad is going to share that information about the production, loca- about the location of the film. So the clawfoot tub is filled with blood. And then see something move, and blah, blah, blah. Here comes a figure just coming out, covered in blood out of the tub. Hair one-
1: hanging down on her face, grudge style.
0: Yeah, one of the girls just goes, you know, she goes screaming down the hallway to her room, leaves the party. All the girls laugh, blah, blah, blah. Ha ha, it's a joke. It's awesome. And only a couple of girls went in on it, where the other girls weren't in on it. And then we cut to the girl that left, Carrie. And Carrie, you know, she's looking out the window. She's just like, oh, my God, I'm freaked the fuck out, I guess. And then she hears some scratching at the door. She opens the door, and then here's a freaking kabuki theater-styled <laughs> masked, masked person entity. Yeah, pops out of the dark. Oh, you get the ghost scare music. Yeah, and then the scream, and when the girls find her, she has thrown herself out the window. She's on the floor covered, you know, with the blood coming out the head. She did.
1: Yeah, I always love how the people land perfectly on their back, like flat. Yeah, like an angel? No one ever, like, lands crumpled up, you know, their ass up in the air or vice versa. They always land perfectly on their back, just laying there with their arms spread out the blood, making a perfect puddle from their head.
0: Especially when they're a certain weight. I mean, I feel like this girl was a good weight where she might have maybe done some kind of flippy in the air and fell. Like, it's not like she weighed... uh, 20 pounds. She weighed... 200 pounds where she was just gonna thud hard you know what i mean like you're not gonna be able to move (laughs) going through the air and it's like it's not that high of a building it's maybe like three four stories
1: yeah it's maybe the third floor because later when they show the building on the outside it's not that tall i granted yeah you could die from the three-story fall but they made out like they threw her out of the top of you know the empire state building but yeah so then cut to hey our good friend Camille is
0: being accepted into the school now because, surprise, there's an opening. Just like in Suspiria, there's a spot that opens up after the suicide. And here comes Sugi Waterhouse's character, Camille Meadows. And yeah, she's the new girl at school. And she has to go and live in the, the haunted room, the room where the girl committed suicide, because <laughs> that's the only room. Uh she's British. I guess if you know who that girl is to begin with, you know that she's British or wherever. And um I had no idea who this person was to begin with. I didn't even
1: recognize anyone in this movie. So. Every
0: well. Everyone was like, Oh, Suki Waterhouse and I'm like, "I, right. she's a girl. Uh she does amazingly in the film. She's fantastic, fantastic <laughs> character. Uh love her. New you, you got a fan now. You got a fan. My
1: favorite part of her character was the shirt. Every single shirt she had was cut off at a certain point. so You can see it was like she, even the sweater she put on was cut off. I've never seen a cut off sweater before. That <laughs> way you can be like, hey, look at me. I've got a perfectly flat stomach. I even have a sweater cut out just to show it. What? Okay.
0: So it that was on purpose because we have to see... Or the ab situation that she's got working with she we have to see that she's very fit and she's not fucking playing around. She's a tough bitch, okay? She's tough. Yeah. And this <laughs> this sweater cut off sweater combo that she's uh, doing it's just it fits the character. It, f- it fits everything about the character. I also love how this
1: is like a uh, you know very strict boarding school. They're on them all the time, but everybody has weed. Like, they're always, everybody's like, yeah, you wanna go smoke some weed, take some Xanax? Everyone's got drugs everywhere on the campus, and you're like,
0: man, they really don't check very well there, do they? Okay, well, we all know the Xanax. Like, these these are girls in a boarding school, so of course, obviously, they have access to that, and I'm sure they have a prescription. And then, also, the weed. Weed is legal, dude. I mean, like, in a lot of states. I don't know where this was supposed to take place. It was somewhere fucking cold. We're going to say it was Colorado. Like, you could smoke, smoke so they're weed. They're all supposed to be under
1: 18. So, no, you can't.
0: Maybe they got cataracts early. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Well, they a are... lot of glaucoma in that school.
0: Oh, because, in no freaking student in the history of horror films was doing drugs no i'm just
1: saying for you just
0: thought it was just ironic yeah for this
1: like uptight boarding school there's a lot of drugs floating around in here that no one seems to be noticing
0: what made it uptight that they were mad that girls were just dying left and right or well no
1: you got the the you know the typical the house mom running around every three seconds every time they do something she's there within a second it's like guys are you fighting I see you're fighting again. Like she's there two seconds after anything happens throughout the movie, but yet she never notices. There's a lot of weed and pills floating around. It just
0: seems kind of weird. She sees what she wants to see. She's a busy lady, and apparently, there's only one other teacher. They only show like <laughs> yeah. one teacher that does the typical. There's always has to be the scene of them learning in class and like looking out the window. It's the classic Halloween, you know. I'm going to look out the window. Maybe I'm going to see some shit. Maybe I'm thinking about something. And the teacher's going over her fucking lesson, which may or may not pertain to something that may be coinciding with, you know, the people in the film. Um, So that that occurs in there, of course, because you have to have that classic scene. The girls, they are just what you think boarding school girls could and would be. You know, there's the clicks. And there's, you know, the major bitches that are running the school. And they do not appreciate Camille Meadows sitting at the table. Mind you, there's no reserve sign. There's, there's a whole table of like six chairs. One of those long ass like medieval fucking tables that are like 29 feet long. There, <laughs> That's there. She's just sitting there chilling just listening to her music reading trying to catch up with the large amount of work that she has to catch up with and because of obviously she started school midway and they get into an altercation you know it's the classic bitch this is our seat i will say
1: this though i was surprised on this one as soon as they shoved her just a little bit she just punched the bitch in the face because suki
0: waterhouse is not fucking around i told you she has the power of the cropped sweaters on her side okay and that shit gave her mad power she does not she could take a punch she like they four of the fucking girls ganged up on her and started beating the shit at her which i always think is real fucked up it's like if one person in your gang starts some shit that person street rules that person should be the person that fights all the other people should stay on the side and just on the watch lines. Like, just stay there. Don't jump in. That's not a fair fight. That is a freaking wimps fight. Have
1: you not noticed? That's, that's how you get the fight won. That's how James Bond beats all these people. Because there's 40 guys and they all come at James Bond one at a time. If they all ran at him at one time, he'd be dead.
0: That's true also, but he also has gadgets on his side, doesn't he? He has cyanide fucking gas in his damn watch and, you but know, if freaking. All, if uh, they
1: all just grabbed him and they'd take that shit away from him in two seconds, it'd be done.
0: Knives in his shoes. The, he has knives in his fucking you shoes. You know what the first rule of the street fight
1: is? There are no rules.
0: Wow, okay. So they beat the shit out of her. Like, everyone leaves without a scratch because she only slapped the freaking girl that spilled water all over her. And then they're like, you know what? A slap means you're gonna get punched in the face 29 times. Like, <laughs> just like, what is this? Of course, they get caught by the, you know, uh, like headmistress. Boom!
1: She was right there.
0: <laughs> and that's how the the that's how the group is formed. Because yeah. from this fight, they now start the shenanigans. They're all put in detention, and now they're all... Detention brings people... It's the breakfast club rules, okay? Detention brings you fucking together.
1: And I particularly like this one. It's not like, hey, we're not going to whip out a Ouija board because that would be stupid. What we're going to do is we're going to use our lipstick attachment to put onto our phone... And then we're going to use that to try and speak to the dead girl. And we're going to use our phone with a tube of lipstick stuck to the front of it, and that's going to write out the messages.
0: It was like the hole in the phone was—it was very strange. I don't care. It was amazing, and they took the whole fucking séance thing to the fucking up tech level. Okay, you love technology. I thought you would be all over it. They—the lipstick writes. They ask the questions. That no was it a pin? No, you can't do it like that because it's supposed to be that like would be a dumb, yeah. it's supposed to be the equivalent to a planchette. You can't write with a planchette. Yeah. So exactly. it was an amazing planchette slash writing device. So
1: was a Sharpie.
0: Nevertheless. And also, a you Sharpie. know later on in the story why they had to do that because of blankety blank blank. Yeah. Okay. So they have the fantastic tool of calling upon the spirit, and they're asking their friend Carrie, like, "Who killed you? Like, what's up?" And she tells them,
1: "A g- g- ghost." <laughs> she went full Scooby Doo.
0: <laughs> yes, and the the dece- this scene in the movie is very important because you find out. They are all in theater. You know, of course, at fancy school, you're going to have some kind of ballet Surprise.
1: slash theater, you know. Because we've seen Suspiria. We know how this is supposed to go.
0: And they all have made these kabuki style, like, masks of their faces. They all have it. So it's a thing that happens every year. You know, when you go to these foo-foo schools, they don't change the curriculum. They're like, we're going to do the same shit every day, all day, for the next 50 years. So everyone that has been a student in this school, wink, wink, has made this mask. in the
1: same theater thing. So everyone's a suspect.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Everyone is a suspect. And they find out, you know, that it's the Edelwein ghost that did it. And, you know, the movie has some good... I like all the kills in the film. Um, just like, for those of you that have seen The Boy, a lot of the things that happen in the film, and that's where borderline Supernatural and Slasher, because you find out that whoever is doing this, when well, you find out it's a who... And they have access and know, like, passageways. This is an old-ass, you know, freaking building that's been up probably since, like, the 1900s. So they know all the passageways and tunnels and how to get into the rooms without opening, like, the fucking, the only door that's in the room. There's other ways to get into these rooms. And that's the way that the killer does what they need to do. But she don't find this literally until, like... The last, I don't know, 20 minutes of the film when there's the reveal of who's involved, why they're involved, you know, and the one, the movie kind of ends with a mystery. Um, the, mystery uh, well, the mystery, the mystery is of Camille Meadows. The mystery of Camille, Me- that's the next film. Yeah. It's a sequel. Seance, the mystery of Camille Meadows. I don't know what. The thought process was behind this um i am feeling really good about these future films that are coming out that just have multiple genres in them if this this is the new wave of films for 2022 21 2022 i'm all for it why do we have to have one movie be one thing why can't one movie be all things you know let's just throw random shit in there (laughs) mix it up and make a fucking amazing movie salad (laughs) like i'm ready to eat it up And I'm eating this film up all the way.
1: Yeah, so it goes, you find out that uh, there's a conspiracy with one of the girls. And, of course, the only dude that was on the campus the entire time, the handyman, of course.
0: Who's the son of the headmistress. He's the only guy.
1: So you know he's up to shenanigans. He's a young guy. So you're like, well, if he's the, the headmistress' son, then, you know, he's done some shit and she's covered it up. Surprise, he's done some shit. And, you know, they're in on it. There's a whole elaborate point of, oh, she, the girl that's behind it, she stole an essay from the other girl. Carrie. And they were going to find out about it, so she had to kill her. So they staged a whole ghost prank so that they could later murder her and claim she was afraid of the ghost.
0: And then, this is where I feel like it gets a bit much. So, we foreshadowing, at the beginning of the film... After the suicide and after Camille, whatever, joins the thing, we find out that she was, one of the girls, was selected for this prestigious scholarship. She's in the running with her essay. And it's just mentioned, you know? And then you never fucking hear anything about it. Maybe later on she's like, Oh, I'm so ex- you know excited about my essay. But this is literally... The essay would be in the Divine like, Gazette or whatever later on. Like, the next week it was going to come out where all, everyone would be able to read this story. Yeah. And the thought process of, I have to kill the one girl who I stole the story from. Okay. But then the thought process of, now I have to kill all the other friends but it's like so you think that no one else in the school knew that this chick wrote in this style or maybe had had this story like were you going to kill the whole school like you were going to kill a teacher because if anything the freaking only other teacher in the school (laughs) that we saw was (laughs) she
1: might have read that story at some point too
0: she might have known carrie's style of writing and thought hey this is pretty similar to Carrie. It made me point out maybe, you know, sections of the fucking essay that were very similar to other things she wrote or expressions. You know, there's several different things. So I don't... You. That's when you know the character is fucking Bonzo. Like, she's fucking nuts because she's it like, did. I have to kill now her, and now I have to kill the clique, and the killing is just not going to end there. It's
1: yeah, Scream
0: meets Scooby-Doo meets... Um,
1: well, any you got, fucking you got, boarding
0: school movie. Yeah,
1: you've got ghosts. You know they're faking. They're faking ghosts. So that's the Scooby Doo part. But they're faking ghost attacks to make everyone afraid. Yes,
0: but they're actually
1: just murdering everyone. And extra
0: spoiler alert: There is a fucking ghost. Yeah, there's a real ghost
1: too, but she doesn't do anything. We just see her pop up and. Wave to people she's a pop
0: she's a pop-up ghost she's a friend she's Casper she's Carrie the friendly ghost that's yeah. that's where she is
1: and then in my favorite part of it when you know Camille and another girl are caught by the the slashers that are faking the ghost the fake ghosts they're explaining what they're gonna do because like every scooby-Doo villain they always explain everything because you're never going to get away so I want to explain my entire master plan to you step by step. Then Camille was like, by the way, did you know I'm not really Camille Meadows? I'm a secret badass who carries knives and extendable, you know, sticks to fight with. And I'm a badass fighter and all this. And I'm going to beat the shit out of both of you. And yeah, then suddenly revealed like, yeah, she Camille Meadows, not her real name. She has no like real academic background in this. That's why there was a scene earlier where she was trying to ballet dance and she was about as good at it as I am. And you're like, oh, something's wrong here.
0: Yeah, yep. she, she didn't know anything from the readings from that one class that she took.
1: Yeah, so she was just there. She was just like the tough punk kid that was there to avenge her friend because Carrie
0: was her friend. Her only friend that she ever had in her whole life because she asked the guy, she asked the, the killer, he, she was like, how many friends did you have? And he was like, I don't know, a couple? She's like, I only had one reveal only one friend and it's like oh okay That's and then they show
1: her immediately make friends with another girl to school and get into a sort of romantic relationship with her and she was there for like three days so she was capable of making friends she just chose not to i guess she
0: lived in the hard streets of somewhere and that was just too much for her and she had a past she didn't even have she didn't even remember what her name was anymore because she had left it many eons ago well my
1: favorite part of this was the very end where the the evil killer is explaining how i'm gonna get off from this (laughs) my mom (laughs) will get me away with it i'm
0: rich and i'm a white male and i'm gonna get away
1: (laughs) so she with one hand turns over a file cabinet This file cabinet is so sharp and so heavy that it just rips his head off of his body and spews blood and guts everywhere. It was the power of the fucking crop sweater. Again, I'm going to tell you, that's what it was. It must be because this like 90-pound girl could flip over this giant
0: cabinet that was so heavy, it cut his head off cleanly. I think of being very generous with that weight. I think she's more like 75 pounds. She looks great. She looks fantastic. She's a strong woman. You know, just cutting people's heads with 400-pound metal... uh Also, Also, why was the edge of that
1: file cabinet so fucking sharp? Who was down sharpening the edge of the file cabinet for Christ's sake? You
0: can't tell me that those old, like, freaking school 70s metal fucking cabinets, you never caught yourself a sweater or an elbow or something on one of those things. Those things are dangerous. On the corner,
1: yes, but the whole edge of it wasn't like a straight razor. People weren't down there slicing their fruit and shit on the side of the thing. You
0: don't know that. That's what made it, um, that's why was in the basement because it was the very dangerous cabinet they couldn't I have guess. in the main floor
1: but yeah so then you know you get the emotional scene where she has to leave and i love how you can hear the sirens of the police coming in she's like i'm gonna take off before the police get here i don't want them to find me so i'm gonna be the only girl walking down this long lonely road that goes to the school
0: They probably won't notice me on that. Very Black Coats Daughter style, which is also in the winter, which also has a very, very the same long stretch of fucking road from the school. (laughs) There's only one way to get to the school, but no one's going to notice the 70-pound girl with the crop sweater and the blood all over her face with a backpack. She's
1: going down the road. Playing the
0: Hulk music as she's walking down. Yeah, it's
1: going to be playing Lonely Man as she goes down the road. Yeah, no one's going to notice that. It'll be fine.
0: No, she's going to blend it because she's so fair and the sweater is so cropped and, and, and so also fair matching her tone of skin Ugh, that she's going to blend into the snow. I don't understand why you don't understand that. That's what's happening. Just become one with it.
1: Okay, apparently. Yeah, I This
0: film gets from me five knives, okay? It gets all the fucking knives. <laughs> it's my highest rating film to date. All 200 plus episodes we've had.
1: Yeah, I give this movie one knife, and that's as bad wow. as I, I did not enjoy this movie.
0: One knife. Yeah, one knife. That's the knife
1: I want to throw at the TV and change it.
0: What are you talking about? You didn't love this movie? Like, what was there not to love? The characters you wanted them to die. All the kills were amazing balls. Okay, Kabuki killer. That Slash finds out that it's not a killer. It's Scooby-Doo style, the man behind the mask. Actually, it's a kind of a scream thing because it's a duo. But change it up. One of them is a woman. Yeah. Boom. Drop the mic. They would have gotten
1: away with it. It wasn't for those meddling kids. <laughs> Which happened to be them. They stood yeah.
0: in the way of themselves.
1: Ah, uh, Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't get into it. It, it was. It's fine. Like I said, it... It's entertaining, but it just doesn't hold up to a lot of scrutiny. The more you think about it, the less sense it makes.
0: It doesn't need to make sense. Malignant didn't make sense. This movie makes just as much sense as Malignant. If you... Oh, okay. that. So you can accept... A freaking uh, parasitic twin that's growing on the back of someone's head that takes over, makes a person dream, and makes them into a Matrix fucking killer. That's except that's believable, but this is not. This is just so far fetched.
1: Yeah, this one just didn't do it for
0: me. Okay, well, <laughs> I think once they had the fake snow. And there were girls in the movie that were young girls. You were like, I can't deal with any of this school bullshit. I'm yeah, done. Yeah,
1: the crop sweater killed it. That was the end of it. Oh,
0: goodness. Well, we I said earlier that we were going to mention the production, so... Yeah,
1: apparently they filmed us across several different buildings because no school would actually allow them to film there because, you know, schools don't want to be associated with murders and ghosts now. So it was an old <laughs> bank building. I think it's it just- was a house. It was It was a lot of places, so... Yeah, that's why it looks weird, because it's the same thing in that movie we covered a few years ago called Five Girls, where you saw, like, it's like, oh, okay, here's the dorms. It's just a big empty room that's the same as the classroom they were filming in earlier. (laughs) It's really hard to get these people to a horror movie film in the school now, apparently.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yes, I give it all the knives. I found it very enjoyable. I was very skeptical going in. Um I came out like just... I'm smiling like an asshole right now because I really thoroughly enjoyed the film. I thought it was... Well, I'm glad you had fun. Very enjoyable. (laughs) You know, at this point, it's just like... Bring it on, Shudder. Like, show me what you got. Okay? I loved it. It was fantastic. Uh, Please do not make a sequel, though. Unless it's all about Camille Meadows. I want to know that's the thing about the movie this movie is going to be mad hated i think it has a very low rating on if anyone cares about that on rotten tomatoes uh it's why did they decide to make this character so mysterious what she just came out of nowhere she has no past like there's it's
1: a little like the guest the mysterious stranger shows up and starts kicking everybody's ass
0: yes but you like the guest, and you could accept that hmm
1: wonder why hmm. well he was he went through the special Captain America training
0: program oh okay that's and it they explained that she may have gone through it too maybe they both got it from there but she didn't want to divulge she doesn't have to show her balls and be like hey look at me I fancy gone to this Captain America training she just shows up whips bitches asses and then walks away in her fucking crop sweater in the fucking you know s- snow of fucking Streets. <laughs>
1: Forty degrees below zero. Why would you need to wear a f- complete jacket? That's ridiculous.
0: We all know, and I mean we meaning you and I know that the reason why she didn't have a jacket was because they were a low budget film and one of the girls had to like beg some yeah. jacket designer, to some jacket company. Because
1: they couldn't afford coats. Yeah, to, like, to give them
0: coats because it was so freaking cold on set that they got these coats for free. Camille could not get a coat, okay? Apparently not. It was not going to be for her because she didn't. She had more scenes inside. Think about it. She had more scenes in the interior yeah. than she did the exterior of the girls. A lot of the girls got murdered outside and they had to have the coats. Once the girl dies, I mean, maybe it would have been more believable of, hey, now the bitch is dead. I'm going to steal her coat of her body. But I feel like that would have been kind of suspicious when the cops come around and be <laughs> like, why are you wearing the dead girl's coat? those reasons <laughs> thank you so much for joining in this fantastic episode of, <laughs> of <laughs> I'm just gonna laugh now for like five minutes just fade off into the fucking sunset <laughs> thank you so much for joining us guys stay tuned to the horror
1: and now folks it's time to say goodnight